Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Another podcast, another trip out in the car. So, here we are doing it. Um, yeah, oh, bit of music there. So, I just thought I'd do another car one, just because that kind of worked out right last time, I thought. So, here we are in the car. This is my last day in this car. Um, we've actually... We were trying to get rid of it, or no, we were told to get rid of it. There's a man doing a three-point turn now, it's good enough. In front of my driveway. There was, um, we were told to get rid of this car, which was due its MOT, which is like the, um, legal tests it has to go through to make sure it's all okay. That was due in a few hours, due couple of days time from now as I speak and it started off some problems so we were told by my dad who's a mechanic just to get rid of it so we've been doing that whole looking for used car thing and having to deal with car dealerships and car salesmen um, and <laughs> so a very tiring process that is but um yeah we found the car anyway hopefully um it won't be the worst car in the world oh man it's bad and it? it's hard <clears throat> there was a few things on paper that just looked a bit dodge but sort of reviews were okay from the sales people but I don't know, I think they just had enough of it to be honest, they, they weren't really interested in um, helping us out, <laughs> so to speak, they weren't really interested in helping us out, they kind of botched some of the paperwork I think, and just kind of like, I think they're just done with it, it's not one of their higher end cars, so I just don't think it's worth their trouble, but we've had a drive, it seems alright, so I'm sure it'll be fine, um, but yeah, so what I'm doing I'm just going back, dropping my guitar job off that I've done, and yeah, thought I'd just do a little podcast as we go. So, I knew, I guess, what I want to talk about coming into this, and that was returning to church, which I think I've talked about previously, that we've not been at church for a little while now because of the pandemic, not physical, not in physical church, and um, I think after meeting some friends last week, my wife wanted to try and get back into church <clears throat> this weekend, so um, that was two days ago, so she, we kind of had a conversation about going back just to recap, we've kind of had reservations because of our church's sort of attitude towards COVID. Um, that they kind of expected everyone to just come back and they kind of stopped the live streaming, which, I mean, we're not a high risk or anything, but it just seemed like a bit of a insensitive move. Um, and then we made other excuses not to go. And I think in the meantime, I kind of decided that I probably didn't really want to be part of that church. Um, so, 
we went back now what was I expecting I think beforehand I was a little bit nervous you know we've been part of this church for five or six years I guess um, well, we've been active in the church but we've kind of it's a bigger church but it's not like a massive church either which is probably even more frustrating because it's, it's not hugely big but somehow we've just been blended into the background or we've blended ourselves into the background whichever way you want to see that <clears throat> and so um, yeah we've, we've been on a bit of a journey I'm trying to get back see I need some petrol um, yeah, been on a bit of a journey trying to get back and my head's in a different place than my wife's and I'm kind of, I, I was at a point where I was kind of like, well, I'm kind of done with it. That's my low fuel beaver. Thank you very much. Um, so anyway, we kind of decided, well, from my point of view, maybe I should go back and just give it one last chance and you know sort of see we went in the summer to an event that they had outside when covid things were still a bit hot and we were kind of a little unhappy with um just how that went it, it was kind of like we were newcomers and we were kind of had that feeling and kind of felt a bit ignored and like just didn't feel comfortable and I think at the very least I mean you're never going to find a perfect church but I think you want to have somewhere where you feel accepted and I've talked about my history with this church and I, I guess a lot of it might be me holding back because I'm worried, well, <laughs> right, right, rightfully worried that <laughs> some of the things that I've said in the past of not even controversial things <laughs> some of the things I said have caused arguments and people to sort of have a go at us and we're not conf confrontational people me and my wife so um, yeah so it's kind of it was kind of weird um, going back and thinking about going back and I think yeah I'd kind of decided I was kind of done with it and so we went back anyway and I was kind of surprised and I'll tell you kind of why I guess I was surprised I think I was going to feel a lot nervous a lot more nervous than I did a lot more anxious about what was going to happen and how we were going to feel I was anxious that we were just going to be stood there kind of twiddling our thumbs, kind of feeling ignored and it was going to be like a big issue and it didn't feel like that thank thankfully and it, it was surprising because it just felt it felt as if we had just been away for like a week or something, nothing had really changed um, you know, we Realistic. In reality, we've not been inside the church building for two years. But it just kind of felt 
yeah, it's the same as usual. Uh, same songs and the same, <laughs> the same worship leader tricks. I can say that I'm only laughing at that because my friend, one of my best friends, was he was leading worship, and he has a <laughs> he's got a little trick up his sleeve. He does. Um, maybe it's maybe it's unfair to call it a trick. Um, but he's very into people having a a nice old um, spontaneous raising your voices to the Lord sort of moments, which is fine. Um, I, I kind of feel sometimes that's like, I mean, it's it's a nice sound in it when people sort of like do lilty sort of, you know, all that and. Um, it can certainly set a mood, let's say. Um, so anyway, he, he was doing that, and that's all fine. And we kind of sat with our friends, and there was a lot. We've had a, um, a church plant go out, so quite a lot of people have left the church to go onto the plant, which is like a couple of miles away in the outskirts of the city. Um, so it was kind of quieter from that perspective. It was like, I mean, a lot of the people who went on the plant with the, um, the, um, the popular, <laughs> the popular kids, the cool kids of the church. Um, so, but it was still bustling. There was a lot of new faces. Um, and I suppose maybe that means that's an opportunity for us to go and meet new people and stuff like that. But just on a first going back, it just felt as it did before. Um, kind of, I didn't really feel anything. I didn't feel anxious. I didn't feel worried. I just kind of felt bored, the same bored nonplusness that I'd kind of felt um, before before the pandemic hit and when we were doing the Zoom things and, you know, it, it was fine and, you know, we could probably just, I mean, we essentially just slipped back into how we were we could probably, you know, continue and try to get to know people a bit better and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we've kind of tried that. The thing is, we've tried that before and people just kind of are not interested. Or, you know, you get close to people and then they kind of move on. And it's just the nature of things. And, I don't know, I think after going through the pandemic and all that I kind of feel community is a lot more important to me or wanted, I want it to be more important to me and I think when churches aren't trying to build community I, I don't feel that our church has ever tried to really build community um, you know they do the, the tick box things of um, okay, you're new, so come to 
a meal where you can meet people and have a chat with the leaders. And we've done that. And, you know, the next week, the people you've met on that meal are kind of busy and you see them at church. And then, you know, suddenly a week turns into a month, a month turns into a year, and you never speak to those people again. <laughs> so there's that, which is kind of a bit of a, yeah. Um, but, you know, that's just one of those things. And they do other kind of social things, but it's, it's kind of like who you know. Oh, they do a men's breakfast, which I thought, or oh, maybe it was at that at some point, but it was like 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning. And, okay, that's my bad for not wanting to get up, like, really early on a week, a week then, a weekend. But also, it's kind of like, you know, just... Let's do it at 9 o'clock. Why, why are we doing it at 8 o'clock? It's mental. Um, so... There's kind of stuff like that, and you know, maybe you know, it's not in, in that case, it's not a malicious thing, it's not something that someone's done. It's just, I guess, for most people, they're happy to get up at six in the morning to get ready and go out for a men's breakfast at eight in the morning on a Saturday. Um, and maybe there's just like a thing where, well, this just doesn't fit then. Maybe there's just that. Um, I don't think they're bad people at the church or anything like that. Like they're all perfectly nice, and you know, I, I just think that it's a church that probably likes to busy itself, or I don't know. Like I think one of the thoughts I had, one of the hopes I've had, was like maybe that. It would have been nice if one of the leaders had spoken to us. You know, I think I've been kind of a bit down on the pastoral side of the church. And I thought, going back, like, it might be nice if one of the leaders sort of spoke to us and sort of said, oh, hey, how are you doing? You've not seen you for a while. You know, just acknowledge that they've noted our absence, I guess. We've had problems in the past where they've just not acknowledged us, and so... I kind of thought maybe that might be the case. And, you know, we've had a, a tough pandemic ourselves. I know everyone has. Um, but <laughs> I think I would have liked to have seen that, perhaps. Um, and we... The, there was only one of the pastors there. I don't know what the other one was doing to the, uh, on that day. Um, he did nod at us the room as he kind of passed um, and that was it that was it so I expect that would be kind of it now <laughs> as well which is fine you know he's a busy man on a Sunday surely so you know that's fine um, it's just it's a, it's a funny one for me um, it's a funny one and so yeah, there was that. And that's fine. You know, we spoke to our friends who we sat with, but other than that, no one really said anything. My friend who was leading worship kind of passed by, and I had a chat with him briefly at the end, but in the morning as he passed by to get a drink, he was like, oh, good to see you back, which I kind of felt was a little bit patronising because we've kind of discussed... <laughs> we've kind of discussed church issues together, and stuff like that and I don't know I just felt a bit sort of 
maybe that betrays how I was feeling, the fact that he was just being nice, that I felt a bit patronised and sort of just like, you know, <laughs> a bit of a grump, a bit of a grump, I think. Right, anyway, I'm back, I'm, I'm, I'm at the job, so I'm going to drop that, I'm be back in a Hi, back. Oh, that's worked all right. I just paused it. So, <laughs> two doorbells there in that house. I didn't notice that yesterday. It's two doorbells. Oh, my press the wrong one. Both on opposite sides of the door. Um, so the car's beeping for fuel, which is that's annoying, isn't it? I'm handling it in tomorrow. Or part of exchanging it. I don't really want to give them a full tank of petrol, especially because they're not giving us a full tank of petrol on the new car. Just so, you know, this is the kind of thing that we're dealing with. This dealer. Anyway, they don't want to spend any more money on that car, so. Um, yeah, so we got the nod from, <laughs> from our pastor. And, yeah, I just kind of came away feeling well. We could probably just, you know, we'd go, we can probably go back and things will probably continue as they were. Um, and we could probably be fine. And, you know, we might get to know some more people. Just kind of doing, kind of like accelerating right up to my bumper fast enough and speeding off there. One of these youngsters they have now. So, yeah, we could just do that. And I, th I think, I don't know, I kind of think I just want a bit more. I want, I think I, I, I think I need to be brought out of my shell bit and I, I've been a Christian for my whole life but I, th I don't think I'm really doing the work of the kingdom like I'm not I don't feel I'm the Christian that I want to be or the Christian that Jesus shows us to be and I think down to the church and I think maybe that's unfair I guess but I, yeah we're not outgoing people like okay this is another point I was probably going to talk about in a different podcast but I think the church on the whole has made an easy life for itself an easy life for itself um, I think the church on the whole gets by without really following what Jesus teaches and okay maybe they do a little bit for the poor or they have like a scheme on where they run something on a Friday night or something for disadvantaged kids or they might do like a, a group for um, you know mums and toddlers or they might do bit of a food bank thing and that's all really good I think and you know I've sort of done some of those things um, 
but I just kind of feel that I want it to be I need to be pushed further I think I want to be pushed further I want to be challenged I want to sort of develop I kind of feel I have a heart for the poor and the needy and stuff like that but it's not I don't feel I can show that in the same way as a lot of good people at the church who are good at that kind of thing can do it like I'm not an extroverty person and so it's trying to find a way where I can do that in a quiet sort of introverted way where it's not sort of like trying to do praying on the streets or you know big group things where you talk to a lot of people which is I think it's great that some people can do that and this is a thing I think like the church has often seen like if, you, if you're going to succeed in the church then you've got to be extrovert and I don't think that that's a bad thing but I think that introverts can help a lot they can add a lot you know the church is meant to be the body of Christ with all <laughs> there's a song we used to sing it at my church and it was written by my old music teacher at primary school who wasn't part of our church so I don't know what the deal was but there was a song we are, the, we are the body of Christ and we've all got a part to play and I think the church doesn't always act like that and so unless you're someone who's very visible and extroverty this is why we probably feel the way we do at this church because we're not very visible we're not very extroverty and so we're kind of passed by I know we've done things and I have done loads of stuff I've like run like creative writing workshops and stuff like that and music workshops and but they were kind of like a bit under the radar as well and so um, you know consequently I don't think a lot of people really know who we are still even though we've been there like six years including the leaders who when we did a zoom call they got our names completely wrong <laughs> even though they were written in the corner <laughs> so that's kind of yeah that's kind of one point finding a place where as an introverted person I can serve God and be encouraged in that because I don't feel I've had enough encouragement and I feel I feel I want to and I feel called to and you know I can do my own thing but I feel that I can only go so far with that and you want to do that in community as well so this is where you can find out that I'm sort of wanting both ways really I want to have my cake and I want to eat it is that what they would say I want to have my cake and eat it. I don't understand that saying. If, you <laughs> if you've been given cake, then you can eat it. I want cake, 
but I've not really been given the cake to eat. That's what I think I'm trying to say. Um, and it's no fault of the cake server, probably, because they've got a lot of people who want cake. And for them, they want... They're happy to have the main cake that is on offer, which is that it's a big sparkly cake with lots of sprinkles on and lots of frosting. Whereas I kind of feel like a bit of banana bread. I need some banana bread. Um, and that is kind of at the back of the cupboard and no one else is really asking for the banana bread and so I'm kind of there asking for cake which they have but that no one is able to get to does that make sense? that kind of makes sense doesn't that? that's quite a good analogy the cake analogy um, so basically that's where I'm at and I think that's when I was kind of starting to... Oh no, what was I going to say? So that's the first point. Also, yes, I think the church has made an easy life for itself. I mean, there's churches who completely, completely ignore the message of Jesus and are multi-million dollar, multi-million pound, I want to say, <laughs> satanic, satanic probably. Let's go with that. Satanic in the traditional word of the meaning of the word Satan. So accuser, accuser, accusatory. There are multi-million dollar churches who are just telling people what they're not doing, what they should be doing, what, you know, that kind of thing. And they've made a really nice little niche for themselves haven't they they're comfortable and I've been part of churches that are like that and it's fine but I think this is like where I start to unravel my faith a bit or question it because it didn't really feel like it meant anything to me and I think I'm finding meaning now in the last few years as I've explored different things and thought about different things and but there's just no way for me to get out there and you know I've kind of tried to get into on, online communities and stuff like that and think it's difficult it's difficult and Everyone wants something different from their church experience, right? Everyone wants something different. No one's ever going to be pleased. But at the same time, I feel like I should be able to find a church where they've taken the message of Jesus seriously and I can explore that in some way. I'm at the petrol station now. I'm just going to pause there. Okay, I've just got my petrol, and also just there's a McDonald's across the road, so I thought I'd pick up some breakfast goodness. 
Um, I need to go and get some a few shopping bits. So, what was I talking about? I can't even remember. Got distracted when I went to the petrol because um, there was subway smell. That made me hungry. That's why I had to come here as well. Right, so I was talking about um, church. So what do I do? What do I do? I don't know. I don't know. Like, kind of, for now, it's just kind of like, it feels like, well, I've just got to continue as everything was before. I mean, these are all feelings that I had before. I think maybe during, like, the last couple of years when I've not been at church and I've some, like, spoken to people in that. It's kind of like give me a sort of an idea of what I'm looking for or what I'm aiming for. Or I don't know. And I don't know. I kind of feel I need to wander probably really for a bit different churches and just see where my heart takes me I guess but at the same time it's not just me it's my wife as well so she's not someone who likes change and she likes to be settled and you know even though we're not massively loving this church what can you do she'd rather be there than out in the cold I guess and we can still our friends and stuff, but I don't know, it's difficult. Um, I didn't really get onto the whole point of like the church not doing what what they're asked of, did I? A lot of churches. <laughs> I just want I think I'm just a bit fed up of all the razzmatazz of a church essentially. I'm fed up with the razzmatazz I'm not, I really, I've really gotten into like some of the Christian music in the last couple of years and I find it helpful but like I don't want to, I'm kind of done with having like half an hour of singing for the sake of half an hour of singing and I'm kind of done with that style. Like, I'm kind of just done with it. And I'm kind of done with sermons which don't really tell you anything different. Like we had a sermon on Sunday. I did actually pay attention, which is rarity. It was about Joshua, and it was kind of basically about Joshua came out of Egypt with Moses, and then he finally, he finally got to saw the Promised Land, and you know there was the background of what all that happened and how that was still the same, what God was doing, and you know I think the main the main thing I remember was sort of having the 
the word of God on your lips. Which is kind of like knowing your Bible. Know your Bible better. Do your memory verses. That kind of thing. Do your memory verses and God will be with you. Sort of thing. And, you know, that's not a bad thing. It's good to remember wisdom and remember bits of the Bible and carry them as encouragement and, you know, something to that in there. But, at the same time, it's not something that I've not heard before. You know, if you, if you strip it back to just that, do your memory verses, <laughs> then that's something that, <laughs> you know, I heard in Sunday school as a, as a little a little boy. Do your memory verses. What do I want a sermon to be about? Well, it's probably quite niche what I want. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't really matter, does it? And I'm not in a position where I, I'm going to be able to do anything. So maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. You know, I talked way back about trying to make community out of this podcast and so far not really, <laughs> nothing's really happened but you know how do you get people to listen to your mad podcast I don't really know get some big name on um, I, I don't know this is out of my expertise really as I'm learning um trying to get the name, like the word out from the business at the moment and I spoke to Google a few days ago who were trying to sell me an advertising package and it just completely sort of befuddled me, I didn't understand it really she was on the phone for about 45 minutes trying to explain it and by the time it finished I did understand it but it was just like I don't understand how that's going to help you know because if you search if anyone's search yeah, anyone searching for a guitar business in my area is going to come with me first up anyway, so I don't understand what difference that makes. And just don't get it. Who's going to want to... <laughs> Who's listening to this? I know people are listening to it. So if you are, thank you. But if you are, then you know, get in touch, please. I'd love to, oh, and as I did say a while back, if don't get in touch if you want us to have a go, because I'm not, I'm not, not bothered about that, and I don't want to be having an anxiety attack. So maybe it's people just want to have a go, anyway. But maybe this is, maybe this, this isn't it. But the online thing is, maybe that's what I need to pursue. I don't know. So we always reach a little conclusion here, don't we? Anyway, I'm gonna have my sandwich, and I'm gonna do some shopping, and then get back to the dog. But it's been emotional. Um, that's the muscle of the bag. Slightly short this week, so good for you. Okay. Anyway, I'll be back one day soon. Probably not too long. Alright, bye.